Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast whose worry about spending $100 on a collection of games gladly turned out to be unwarranted. I am your host and Final Fantasy Sherpa, David Lloyd, and this week the topic at the pub is the absolutely wonderful Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Collection. From someone who owned the original on NES to others who are playing for the first time, we've got a myriad of opinions and thoughts on how these versions play out and uh, and how it uh, feels about playing a new Final Fantasy uh, in, in this modern age. So joining me tonight is the warrior leading the charge, Casey Gibson. Leading the charge right from the golden saucer, man. It's been... I've been I've been stuck in there for weeks it seems like but it, it it's so good. But yes, uh the the pixel remaster is uh pulling pulling my attention away a little bit and uh it's been fun. Yeah. And uh rounding out our three member party is the white mage here to save the day, Paige Detlison. I'm only the white mage because you guys picked all the other <laughs> classes. Hey, nothing wrong with the white mage. Hmm. Pick the last straw. That's Yeah. That's the unfortunate part. Uh, is my character at least staying alive better these days? Well, I learnt, I, le- I learned the um, putting you at the back of the <laughs> line. Oh, I made that mistake. Yeah. I had freaking yeah. Jordan, the black mage, in the second slot, and he has like he had like half the HP of everyone else. Yeah, and he would just so, get yeah. absolutely trashed. And I was like, man, this this game's tough. I had yeah. I had because um, David's my black mage. I had him in first. <laughs> First, <laughs> she threw you out to the. No wonder I was dying. She threw you out to the wolves, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that feels like one of those uh, diversion. It's the, the old uh, just send them out, send them out to die while, and we'll we'll just beat don't them be, up while they're beating on your corpse. I was gonna say you just gotta not um, be the last person, right? Like, oh, you tripped. <laughs> uh, sorry, see ya. But I've actually, as the white mage, I put myself like in second because I have more health than most of everyone else. Yeah, it's strange, but hey, that healer, it needs all HP it can get. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long time where I haven't played as either, like, the thief or the warrior in first position, because, like, even if you, ha- if you have the, if you're on uh, one of those runs where you just, you're just gonna run away from everything, then you stick your he- the thief in first position, and you, you always get to run away, like, almost uh, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's so, oh, so quick and everything. Yeah, like the, the quick thief uh, gets a little bit bonus when you have them in first position. So. Yeah, well, it's funny when I was looking to see, yeah, what sort of party to form, um, and of course, I'm sure they're, you know, whoever you talk to has a, a a different cool sort of party composition. But it was interesting to see some of the like quote unquote challenge uh, compositions. Like, oh, if you really want like a tough one, like people with just like all black mages, you know what I mean, or 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 oh, yeah, like something for black belt. Yeah, I've seen four black. I uh, saw so in the um, Square Enix had like a blog post of like tips for Final Fantasy, and then one was like about your team composition, and I said, but if yeah, if you want a challenge, do like you could do all as like one team or, and then it was like all oh, white mages. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, if your game, uh, what, David, you said it took you eight hours, right? Imagine. Yeah. DPSing or doing damage with all four white mages, it'd be like a forty-hour experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's probably what my playthrough said. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, get too uh, in the weeds with the Final Fantasy talk, I guess we should start with uh, some drinks or snacks. And Paige, is is there any Australian? I I know you you got a cold tonight, so you might be down in the the chicken chicken soup like nobody's business, mm. but. <laughs> Um, so a vanilla slice, 
as we like our slices. Um, and that is um, a pastry. So it's in the bakeries. So basically it's really thick custard um, in between. Like, that might have like different flavorings, normally like vanilla, because vanilla slice, but there's obviously like a lot of variety. Um, and then that thick custard is sandwiched between like puff pastry or other soft pastry. And then, again, depending, because there's just so many <laughs> variety, but, like, <laughs> the typical look is, like, this layer of, like, um, icing on top of it as well. Mm. Now, custard, like, I've only ever really had frozen custard, which very much just tasted like ice cream, you know? Is it, like, is it, like, a jello? Not a jello, more like a pudding, almost? Um, Thicker than a pudding. Like, flan? I will say that the people listening don't get the pleasure of seeing how delicious that picture looks. <laughs> Have you ever had an Nanaimo bar? Had a what? Maybe that's a Canadian thing, an Nanaimo bar. It uses custard. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Trying to, okay, I found another picture where it's got sort of the icing pattern that I'm used to seeing in my region. But yeah, obviously there's a type of variety. Personally, I prefer um, jelly slice than vanilla slice. <laughs> that looks that looks like a little cannoli or, or Napoleon cake, right? That's That topping looks like that. Oh my goodness. Mm. What are we doing to ourselves, um, that guys? Is a, that is a lot of custard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. the first one is huge. Um, yeah. As I said, they're normally a bit <laughs> a little less big than that. Um, but like I said, there's a ton of writing. Um, and there's actually a yearly competition for who's the best vanilla slice baker, which is called the Great Australian Vanilla Slice Triumph. Mm. <laughs> um, so it was originally held somewhere about like an hour away from where I am. But now... Um, for f- almost about a decade now, um, it now actually is hosted in my region. So Ooh. every year they there's a big competition for amateurs and professionals for who makes the best vanilla slice, and that's where you'll see all sorts of variety with different flavors. And is that something where you get to go and like taste test all of these different ones? Like I'm sure there's an official judge or something, but it sounds like it'd be really delicious afternoon. I'm assuming there'd be people that would sell some as well. Oh, because it reminds me of we had like a clam chowder crawl and you'd like pay, (laughs) you'd pay like X amount of dollars and and it wasn't expensive and they give you like a cup and a spoon and you'd go around and like all the different places would have the chowder (laughs) and oh man, it was great. You just go to like 20 different spots and then it, it like the winner was voted on by people who like participated, you know? That's just, um, I think it's got professional judging on mm. um, the competition. Um, but what you're hour. saying about the chowder is reminding me of like the Simpsons episode where everyone's like selling their chili. Oh, the ch- and it, oh, it, <laughs> is that the one where he hallucinates and ends up yeah. in the, Yeah. Because yeah. he eats all the chilies after he, he candle waxed his throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the Simpsons so much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I could I could see going into a custard coma if uh, if I was eating too many of those vanilla <laughs> slices at a. I welcome the coma at that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, so for the for my drink this week, I have another from the uh, the Haven uh, Taster Pack. I was telling Jordan last week that I went back to my hometown for the first time in a year, and there there's a brewery that I really that actually sells beer up. Like I've been, I've been able to get one flavor of their beer up here. Mm, but not, and, not the full array. Yeah, not the full array. So I went in and I, I was looking around and I'm like trying to decide what to buy. And then the person there was like, hey, we actually have a pack of everything. We- so I ended up walking out with like this great big box of like <laughs> every, we got every just, flavor they You make. look like a guy who wants a little bit of everything. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this week or yeah, tonight I got to try out the, the red India pale ale, which is like a type of American ale and it's called the Mr. Grim Ripper <laughs> and it's got like a grim reaper on the front. And I thought this is kind of like the perfect beer for tonight's talk because, you know, I, I'm used to seeing the grim reaper and pages play through the final fantasy uh, pixel remaster quite a bit. So <laughs> <laughs> especially if I'm out in the lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you drop dropping by the uh, the the house to uh, to revive me every every uh, every other fight, but uh, I, though I, I can't remember blew through it so quickly. I I, I do know that uh, one of my favorite spells getting later in the game was getting the the life spell so that uh, I didn't have to visit that that uh, place the pr- and have yeah, to yeah the priest or whatever or the church yeah oh yeah, sorry yeah. <laughs> I remember like. You died just as we were nearly, like, done with the marsh um, cave, and then I had to haul you all the way back to the town, and then I found out that they upped the price of reviving people, and I was very mad at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every every town, everything's oh a little mind. bit more. Oh, I know, yeah. it's so such a pain. But it's funny, I mean, even just going in, I, like, not being in, like, a retro RPG mindset, um, like I think it might have been the marsh cave as well that I was in, and I went down and like I kept getting poisoned, but I, I only had like one antidote, and then like, and then I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, like town is so far away from here, you know? Like I did not prepare for that, and then of course instead of trying to actually like go back and get, I was like, I could brute force this, brute force this, <laughs> and then like you, you die, and then it loads you back up at the front screen. Or like the, it is nice that it has the auto save right when you sort of go to a new level, and I was like, yeah. all right, uh, now I know exactly where I need to go. I could beeline it and I could still make it out a lot, and then I die again, and it's like, <laughs> oh, son of a gun. See, um, my fiance played it before me, um, so actually I got the game through. Um, you can actually share share your Steam library. Ah. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he he was complaining about the poison because that was the only like status effect that stayed outside of battle. So I I was carrying forty um, antidotes at a time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I learned that mistake from. And I was early. using like over ten of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, always good to have a well, nice fat stock. Yeah. Well, the 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 irritating thing about being poisoned in the original game is that if you got poisoned, you were automatically switched to the back of the party. Ooh, so oh. that's annoying. So it's. <laughs> Yes. So if your warrior, like, so, you know, I was always lead with a warrior. So the warrior would get poisoned, drop to the bottom. I'd have to uh, use an antidote and then I'd have to go to the party switch and then switch them, uh, switch mm. them back to the lead every time. In this version, like, you don't want to use the antidote because they just get poisoned straight away. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until we outside of battle. Yeah. That's like double, yeah. like, punishment really too, right? Like, it's it, likely your warrior or whoever is up front is going to get hit. And they're there for a reason. So yeah, moves them away, and then now now your other people are getting s- smacked on. Ugh. Br- brutality.
this is the first time for both of you, right? Like, this is your first go with the, the Final Fantasy, or at least the mm-hmm. uh, of recent memory? I will say, like, I definitely owned um, the Final Fantasy 1 and 2 Dawn of Souls, the cart for uh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, GBA? Yeah, so yeah. I, I've absolutely played this game before at some point. I don't remember really any of it. And I doubt I beat it, you know? I mean, and honestly, even if yeah. I did, obviously I don't really remember that much of it because it was a long time ago. So, so yeah, this is pretty much like a, a, a fresh um, fresh first-time experience, really. Yeah. So how's it, how's it feeling first time in? Well, uh, for starters, I am playing on mobile. All right, I know. <laughs> David. We won't hold it against you. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> Not Are we gonna air, put anyway. in the Comic Sans font mod? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> um, I, yeah. I read everything in Comic Sans. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So for me, I just knew like I wasn't gonna really play this on the computer. If I'm sitting over here, I'm probably gonna be playing Final Fantasy 14. Who are we kidding? So I was like, plus, you know, this could be. I haven't played a, a mobile game. Especially uh, like a mobile game that's like a, a normal game, you know, uh, in a really long time. So I was like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. Like, it looks so nice visually and everything. And, and David was raving about it. And, you know, especially when you told me it didn't take you all that long to, to beat it. Like, that mm-hmm. was a real perk as well. Like, okay, um, I like the idea of getting through it relatively quick and, and feeling good about that. Um, so I, I went with mobile. But yeah, I mean, it, it feels. If, like I said, it looks amazing, right? It sounds awesome. Um, I mean, it is definitely a, a retro RPG, right? Like, they, they didn't do really too much to the combat, I don't believe. Everything's, I mean, maybe they tweak some things behind the hood. But it, it's, you know, plays like it did uh, back in the day as far as combat goes. But, you know, I, I love a turn-based battle system, so that that's not a problem. I usually prefer a story that has, you know, set set pieces, right? Like the... Like, oh, not like a character created or like a random, like, yeah, I get to build the composition, which I I do see the appeal of that because it obviously is going to affect um, how the game plays out. But I would prefer, you know, more of uh, like set characters. Again, I know this is an NES game from way back in the day, so I get the limitations and stuff there. But I was actually, uh, I should say, I don't know how much we want to get into the weeds right now about how the controls work on the phone. Maybe we'll save that, but... uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it it definitely feels good. Like it, it doesn't feel like I'm like oh, like this is a real slog to get through or anything. Yeah. How about you, Paige? How's except your for first the, except for the marsh key. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't you can't not make the marsh key the slog. It's just that that's one thing you can't you can't mess with. Well, this is the first time I've played a numbered Final Fantasy game that isn't fourteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, off right you haven't played seven yet, Paige. <laughs> no. I think I opened it and then Jeez. it like didn't save something I did, and I was like, ah, oh, because it was just before a bunch of cutscenes at the start. I'm like, no. Oh God, you're, you're killing me. <laughs> She's working her way up. Yeah. Just yeah. working her way there. <laughs> Put everything else down and play seven. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry, I can't finish these reviews. So I'm gonna yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like tell your work like I'm gonna need at least a week off. You know, we got we got things to get taken care of. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, um, and then I haven't actually finished it yet, but I've been streaming it and forgetting to download my VOD, so I've lost my <laughs> footage. Oh no! But, um, but it's a fun. It's a fun game to play on stream. Um, my fiance beat it in less than 
10 hours, about 10 hours, and I've played about that long, and I've only, like, just did the Earth crystal, like, the first. She's taken yeah. it in. That was, that was a really, that was a really easy yeah. play. <laughs> to be, like, it was, like, not really, like, necessarily, it was only sometimes going out of my way to grind, but I think it's just all my meandering and wandering around that does it good enough for me. Um, especially because, like, you said, like, the HP and everything is very changed up. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that hard unless you <laughs> don't pack a ton, a ton of antidotes. But yeah, that's really the uh, only way you can fail this game is if you don't have enough antidotes. So like when I first ran into her, I was supposed to go in the mush cave, and I got like stomped by those like squid-looking guys. I was like, oh, maybe I don't have to go there. I wandered around, and I was like, oh, I do have to do that. But by the time I got back to them, I like stomped on them, and by the time I got to like the vampire, it was like. The, the whole party didn't even attack him before he was <laughs> down. Oh, man. Yeah, so you were over-leveled, and it I, sounds like. And, you know, I've been doing, like, you know, the, the buffing up the warrior and all that stuff as soon as I walk into the boss. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, double attack, stronger attack. Like, um, But yeah, I do like it. It's, it's sort of, I think, for a new person to, like, try out, if they're interested in trying out the older ones, this version's probably better because it doesn't, because it is balanced differently, so it's a, it's a lot easier. Um, so it's not, you know, they still can experience how things started and an idea of sort of how things looked and played without um, actually being constantly frustrated. <laughs> as long as they, as long as they um, have their antidotes and don't do what my fiance did, where he was trying to get the war mech or whatever to show up for like half an hour, and by the time it showed up, he got stomped because he, he didn't have any like magic um, and health really left. And I've I found that um, I'm kind of comparing it a lot to Pokemon. To Pokemon. <laughs> um, when I went, like, say, one thing, like the poison, how that's like, it carries out between battle and like, so you keep stepping, they're going to keep Oh, keep so poisoned. annoying. And it's, it's like, just, you know, like, obviously... I don't have an antidote if I'm walking, you know what I mean? And it's like, but I'm just going to remind you every step. Yeah, because <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Um, and I know, like, yeah, it's obviously it's the other way around. That, like, Pokemon are taking things from it, but it's just like, because that's what I've played beforehand. My brain's like, oh, it's like this. And the magic system is very interesting um, because it's, like, it's sort of D&D-like where it's like you've got a set number of spells with different levels and you can only use them a certain amount of times till you've rested the first time um, so I, I looked that's... at that, I was so, like, my mind just could not, like, register what was going on. I was like, how many magic <laughs> points does it cost and how many do I have? <laughs> um, and then my brain's, and then, yeah, I sort of like, oh, it's a little, like, Pokemon um, PP where it's like they've only got so many uses for the spell, but it's actually tied to different levels. So you actually have a reason to use the lower level spells, like try to mm-hmm. balance it because it's not like you're not you're not taking away from a like you know from a pool and like you know you, in another game where it's just MP you might use the lower level spells just because you don't need to exp- you know you only need to hit so many enemies or something. Whereas this it's like it's because you've only got so many uses of those individual spells you're not taking away from using that that stronger fire spell. By using the small yeah, one? Yeah, you sort of know exactly sort of what your toolkit could be for any battle, or like going into it mm-hmm. at least. And I was, I was, I'm thinking we're just going to have to get into a discussion before I remember what else I had to say about <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what about you, well, David, I'll jump right? In, uh, just before, yeah. 
like so yeah as someone who's played it many many times uh i i think this is the best version of the game like there's there's no doubt about it for me like uh the it was all redrawn again um by uh, shibuya the original artist so uh, i love the sprite i think the backgrounds look great like the the updated background um i, I feel like they took a lot of uh, they almost made it more like Final Fantasy four in a sense where the with the look like because now you kind of had like they're all on the same battlefield whereas in the original like you had you had like the enemies on a battlefield and then your party was like in its own window so it so there was a, so it looks a little bit different but it certainly looks nicer in this one uh the music is fantastic like oh yeah it's really um, <laughs> yeah like switching like... to the orchestral sounds much sounds much better like obviously there's Oh, is there an option to change it or something? Yeah, and I'm sure someone will mod that at some point if they want to do that, uh, which is kind of like, you know, I know there was a lot of... Why should get on PC? uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know there's a lot of hubbub, uh, like, when it was announced that it's like, well, why is it on console? And it's like, I don't know, like, it it almost is kind of perfect for Steam, really, because with the mods... Oh, yeah, I can imagine, like, people will probably just change the sprites to have customs for you and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that'd be really neat to, uh, and it doesn't seem that hard. Like you can get in there and just change the like the spray. The, the Thomas the, the tank all there engine uh, mod. <laughs> yeah, for, I yeah, always think of that Skyrim one where it's just like Thomas <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, people could probably do that with the bus fires change <laughs> what they yeah. look like at least. Well, and then yeah. something I'd want to, I'd want. But you'd have to, you know, you'd have to add programming to it too. You couldn't just change sprites. Um, it's one thing when, like, the people die and, like, they're slopped down on the ground. <laughs> yeah. But even if they're dead, they can still walk, <laughs> you know, in the, like, on the overworld. Um, I was like, oh, I wish it had, like, the Dragon Quest coffins. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or the little, or the, if they were, like, a ghost or something. Yeah. <laughs> you, maybe you could change that. Make them ghosts. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, one. One of the things. Uh, speaking of mods, one of the things I did right away was I know Scott White had done a, a review of them for RPG site, and he had show he had showed a very easy way just to even drag and drop uh, existing yeah. an existing text file from mm. one to the other. Like I didn't have to download anything to update the the text to the font to something better. So I did that right away, and I I never had any overlap, or I didn't notice it anyway so it looked perfectly like it looked like it was made that way so no problems there and uh and there was definitely like a lot of rebalancing uh, in the game uh for almost everything like the i was leveling up quicker uh the magic um like the the magic levels didn't come as quick like you didn't get to level two three four and five like as like as quickly as you do in this game as the original like you you had to go a few more levels to to get access plus the like when you get to a level one of the magic levels you only get one um use of it mm. until you level up further so they gave you extra uses which is good um the yeah the different like the the bot every all the enemies had like lower health um everything in the game cost less money to buy like uh heals potions uh equipment like everything was cheaper magic was cheaper so it, it again it's they did all these things just to kind of eliminate grinding what all like in its entirety which i have no problem with like you know if if i really want to put myself through the misery of grinding i have the original at home it's not a big deal i think for uh, modern i just think they made it a modern rpg and it 
and it holds up and it, it arguably is better. Like I, I think this is a great experience for you know ten hours or so. It, it's fantastic. Yeah, I think the philosophy right is just back then it was you know you want players to be playing these games, not you know. I mean, I guess maybe you know with Final Fantasy not so much. Uh, but just like you know, back in the day, the, the people trading games in or just renting them or whatever, like like emphasis more on, on bigger, longer games. And now, right, they want you to to beat this so you could go buy Final Fantasy two. <laughs> like, I, I think yeah, it just makes right. sense to just yeah, less resistance. Um, like you said, if if you really want to grind, you totally can. I mean, it's you know, if, if that's like something you really get into, then you're just going to be overpowered. And I mean, people who like to grind, I feel like that's sort of the end goal, right, is to feel a little overpowered. So you can still do it. Um, but, yeah, I think just having a more finely tuned experience is, is a great is a great thing, especially when it looks and sounds better than it ever has. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. like, just think of Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger, right? It's sort of one of, like, why did, I mean, obviously there's so many good things about it, but, like, one of the, the big things you always hear is just how beautifully paced it is. Like, it, there's not a lot of downtime or, like, you know, you're you're gonna grind a little bit here and there, but it's never like crazy amounts. And I think that really plays a big part in how a game is received. You know, so just to to have it just be a, a more streamlined um, experience, I think it, it makes it worth the the purchase alone. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, how about we get into the weeds a bit? Is there anything specific uh, that people thought were, uh, you know, enjoyed uh, quite a bit, or well? Anything um, that stood I, out? I enjoy um, saying things are Final Fantasy fourteen references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh, look, it's Matoya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is, is uh, I won't spoil what it is, but in the in the ending in the end credits, they do add a Final Fantasy fourteen reference that was not like it is specifically Final Fantasy fourteen. It wasn't in the original mm-hmm. game. I even went back and checked. Mo- motivation to see the end credits right there. Mm. Yeah, not it's nothing huge. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very, it's a very quick, very small Easter egg. But it was definitely not in the original. It was the, like as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> but, that's, that's, you guys are connecting the dots here. May- maybe motivation mm. to open up a new tab and pop over to YouTube. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. guess uh, for me I, to talk a little bit more about just specifically the mobile version, right? Uh, so. I think obviously anyone who would be like, oh, how are you going to control on a phone? You know, like this virtual D-pad or whatever it is. Um, and that's how it started out. And and like I'd say when you're sort of like sailing around or running around on the overworld where it's sort of big open areas, I think that works pretty well. Like, I mean, it's a little little weird to use, but overall it works pretty well. When you're in like towns or more, you know, specific like you know corridors in a dungeon or something just tighter areas or like specifically trying to run up to a specific you know npc and talk to that character is sort of a pain in the neck with that but then i found they have a tap mode and it actually like it it makes it almost feel like a fire emblem game uh because then you like obviously right it's all based on a, a grid like your character moves in in one box left right whatever it is um so tap mode it like i said you click on it and then it essentially makes like a a line to that tile and your character automatically moves along it so it actually like Hmm. worked really well and like i said it 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 made it feel 
like I said, almost like a, a strategy RPG because it just, oh, I'm on a grid-based thing. I'm sort of moving these sprites along. Um, but then, obviously, you're, you get into random battles and stuff like the, a, a normal JRPG. But, um, but yeah, I thought the touch mode worked really well. It's now... On the con- like on the reverse there, where it, it felt good to use the D-pad on open space, where like when I was sailing around, the tap mode became sort of annoying because like you can only click so far before having to click another spot, you know. Um, yeah. But it actually like I'm trying to think. So like a lot of the towns, right? You almost like you walk up like when you're on the overworld still. Like there's like a center shot up to the castle, and then there's like towns on the side uh, that you can go into the village part. And like, oh, maybe there's like a wall and I want to get all the way to the other side. Like I could click on the an area that's actually like it's close to where my character is on the screen, but it's a long distance they have to travel, right? Like you'd have to go down around that area back up. But with the tap mode, it's nice to be able to do that. And then it just like automates the rest, you know, so I don't even have to think about it. Um, so mm-hmm. surprisingly, it, it works pretty well. I, I mean, I. Obviously, I'm going to say a controller is uh, still, you know, head and shoulders above what uh, what this offering is as far as control-wise go. But I, I was surprised at the tap mode working pretty well. That's good. Well, and you can, uh, my understanding is, is you can connect the controller to your phone and then control that way. Like, um, oh, like I guess Bluetooth or whatever. I, yeah, yeah, like for me, like I can, I'll connect a PS4 controller to my iPhone, and then you just play whatever game mm. with the with the PS4 controller. And uh, yeah, I actually bought one of those. It's like ten bucks. It's just like this little plastic piece that goes on the the PlayStation 4 controller, and then I put my like it's kind of like an elastic thing where you like pull up on the frame and it just st- you stick the phone in there okay yep and so it's basically like i'm holding the controller and the phone is just being held above the controller so that i'm it's like, like a more comfortable switch know, pl- <laughs> yeah almost <laughs> it's kind of like playing just, tati mode or something you know i just use the old reliable uh, rock candy xbox 360 control <laughs> <laughs> yeah those uh, i'm pretty sure well like i said i'm using an iphone so like everything works for on the iPhone, like PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, um, regular X, like um, whatever they call the other one, Xbox One. Um, the for whatever reason, the Nintendo Switch controller, like the Pro controller, doesn't connect to an iPhone, as far as I know. Uh, but I actually use my Switch controller, um, like because I'm playing on the on PC. Like I just connected it to my PC, so I'm actually it's like my Steam controller now. The, uh, the pro controller so I, i've been using that on the pc so um but yeah it's, it's good to hear that the tap mode works like i having played Fa- fantasia that way i i can see how it could be like the the, the pros and cons of of doing that way but i didn't realize it had a like a grid on, on that so that's kind of neat to hear how about you Paige? any any standout uh any other standout features or aspects or anything like that yeah, like I said, the music's really, really good. I, when my yeah. fiance was playing it, I was just standing there, just jam, jamming to it while he was in the battle music. Um, and then sometimes you can't really appreciate the overall music because you just like smack straight into another fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I remember. I think there was another game where the, this was an issue on Switch or something where it, you almost um, wish that the oh you know what it was was the remasters uh, it might have even been the Final Fantasy VII remaster but it could have been nine um, where people were complaining about that exact same thing where 
the music restarts when you go back to the overworld as opposed to like just uh, you continuing. know continuing from where you where you where it stopped when you switched to the random battle. And I can see, I, I yeah I don't know, I guess the the thing would be is that you'd need to code some kind of variable to know where you stopped off as opposed to just going directly to the Starting beginning of the song fresh, again. Yeah. So it's like a, yeah it might mm. be a programming thing that they just didn't whether it's too hard or just they didn't think it was necessary or something but it would be kind of neat if they could put that in again that could be something that gets modded down the road on the steam version so who knows but i i was surprised how how good the uh, the music is mm. um and it's nice to have the uh like this version too has like a music player and it also has like the bestiary so i think that's pretty neat too like you can just go in and listen to the music and then uh look at all the like some of the monsters have different names and stuff because they can actually use their full names. Like the, um, <laughs> the, the even like the the people that you're talking about, Paige. The, the I remember them. They were just called wizards back in uh, the, the original <laughs> one, and now they're like p- p- pisca demons or something. Like yeah, know. and I'm just like squid, squid, squid guys. <laughs> yeah, but the 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 definitely the my most irritating. Um, enemies that i that i've encountered uh not only final fantasy one but definitely in final fantasy two are the the cockatrice because they turn your characters into stone oh gosh yeah um, in yeah in the first like in this final fantasy the first one uh the, the rate at which you get turned to stone has been lowered which is really nice <laughs> because <laughs> you, you having uh, golden needles like it's not something i usually think about like because i'm usually concentrating on the antidote uh, but in Final Fantasy uh, 2, man, it's like every time you're hit by a cockroach, it's just like auto stone. It's insane. I had to um, explain to a viewer what a cockatrice was. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's the thing where the frog sits on the chicken egg, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, you hear you that name, and, and you don't know the context. You're like, uh, who? yeah, like what yeah. is going on yeah. over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, speaking of status effects, my sibling is playing um, Final Fantasy III on stream, and I was watching a bit, and they got hit with multiple status effects at the same time. So they got, like, maybe, like, paralyzed or something, poisoned, and mini. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So they could only cure everything but mini. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing, actually. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, is they added in uh, a bunch of different items that weren't in the original. Like, uh, there was no ether in the original NES. Um, there was no, like, revive potion. The, um, or the Phoenix Down. Like, you, you can use Phoenix and Phoenix Down in this one. You couldn't in the original. There, the, the, the other status, the, there was a bunch of different, uh, like, they added high potions in this one where <laughs> there was only regular potion before. So, usually what I ended up doing was just, like, always carrying 99 potions because especially like when you're <laughs> late in the game and you have a lot of chug, HP chug. like yeah like one potion's like, not gonna do much so yeah you got you gotta you gotta have those potions uh, at full full and and the, it's, it's especially irritating in the NES version because it's it's not so bad like you do have to like tap the A button to to go through like to purchase the purchase so you're just sitting there like flicking the button I used to have uh one of those turbo controllers that I would like, <laughs> connect to the NES and just like hold, like put an elastic band on it until it was all 99 <laughs> were purchased. But the, but the worst was like the antidotes. Like if you needed like 20 antidotes, 
uh, you'd have to like so you buy the antidote and then it goes back to the beginning but then you'd have to like select antidote again because it defaults back to heal mm. uh, so it was buying multiple antidotes was, was really irritating in the, the first version so one thing about like the NES version wasn't it that um, they wouldn't retarget to hit any enemy if the other one was dead yeah that's, that's, oh, that's, that's true as well so that, annoying yeah, so, yeah, if, if someone died and you had selected them, uh, it would just say, like, ineffective. <laughs> so, and, and, and it wouldn't auto-switch auto, auto switch to someone else. Oh, I guess that's the other, the other neat thing about this one that we didn't um, say was that there's... The auto-battle, I think, is uh, terrific because the... Um, because, the, like, you could basically program, like, one uh, one move or attack or item it's or like whatever. like Final Fantasy twelve, And then you can just... Yeah, you could just let it let it rip like you know the battle oh, starts and then they just do it. That's yeah. great until you realize like oh crap, I healed and used my biggest magic spell you know for my black mage <laughs> and I now I've done that again you know when I didn't want to. <laughs> um, some I'm just used to auto battle as like it seems to be just a tiny bit faster and I wish there was a fast forward button in the game for battles. Yeah, that that's per, for battles. That's pretty much it. Um, there is a fast forward for when you're in the overworld of a dungeon. Yeah, you can run. Can I keep forgetting it. you can yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I'll funny because like, it doesn't oh, yeah. work. It doesn't work on the overworld. Like it's only yeah, in a dungeon in, that it works. So yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. But like, so with my setup with the two, so I had a uh, two warriors, black mage and a white mage. Uh, so eventually, I got to the point where there's like items that do healing or damage. So I, I would get to a certain point and then uh, on the auto battle, I would just tell the warriors to fight and then I would have the white mage use the white staff, which auto heals everyone. And then the black mage, depending on like if I didn't need the heal, like if everyone was already at full, uh, what I would usually do is give the, the black mage the, in this game it's called the gauntlets, but in the original it was called the Zeus gauntlets. And what it does is when, when the item is used, it casts... Um, I guess in this game it's called uh, Thundera. And so it basically casts thun- the the thunder every time it's used. Um, so so I, it's, it's a pretty easy way to to like keep your... Not have to use potions or, or magic is that you just use those two items and, and just let the auto battle do its thing. And for the most part, you can just kind of spam through a lot of fights that way. Then you can kick back and relax. Yeah, you just just coast in at that point. Yeah, it was funny that a few of the few of the different items were changed. Like uh, the the tonic that Matoya gives you to to give the elf, uh, that was an herb in the original one. Uh, the Wait, they don't Levis- want to have those herbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Levistone um, to get the airship was called the floater. Hmm. Um, yeah, I can get why they changed. That. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was like for specific reasons or if like they just. You know, like looking back at it, was like that actually means, guess, this makes know. more sense. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And you know, it could yeah, it could be just the <laughs> something that sounds a bit better, or in the case of say with the new 
or I think both the um, threes remaster, like with the new Shin Megami Tensei games, they they change the English versions. They're actually changing the monster like demon names to what they should be. So like the Chinese ones from like that mythology will have the Chinese names as opposed to their Japanese names. Hmm. So I think they just sometimes oh, it's okay. just updating to be more correct as well. Yeah, there was definitely um, some translate like some localization stuff that was changed too, like some of the wordings. Uh, some of the things that are said, uh, like Matoya definitely did not um, call me ugly in the original game. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe that maybe she maybe she did in the original Japanese, and they were like, "Oh no, we better make." Yeah, it we don't nice. want to offend anybody. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's definitely um, some changes there. So my my fiance, um, he was very disappointed by the Garland fight <laughs> because he the like, first one? In, yeah, because in Origin. He's, he's really tough. He's really, like, a really hard fight. And then he plays Final Fantasy, and he's just a pusher. Just rolls him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, I guess in the, the original one, I, I suppose, like, I always knew that you had to level up a couple times before, before mm. you went after him. I, I personally had to just because... Um, I, di- I didn't realize there was going to be so many monsters at one fight. And I was like, oh my... there's a lot of monsters yeah there's a lot of monsters in the chaos shrine like it's it's one of those things where it's like at the beginning of the game you can't really you shouldn't really walk around the chaos shrine (laughs) it's just walk in fight garland and get out (laughs) like those those monsters really aren't meant for you at at the very beginning um it's what yeah like because well and then two of the rooms are locked by the mystic key so i think that's kind of why they're a little bit tougher they're assuming you're you're coming back back yeah come back later oh yeah as soon as i got those i was so excited when i got the key because i was just like i remember exactly everywhere that i've been told that i couldn't get (laughs) (laughs) it it reminds me of um in like the dragon quest games there's these i think they're red there's like this a specific kind of like doors that are like marked off with a particular like symbol or color and you know you've got to wait till nearly the end of the game to get the key that'll let you open all of them. So you're just like, all right, here, 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 here. <laughs> I've got to come back and get my goods. Yeah. How dare yep. you close? Especially, I think it's funny in Eleven because they've got like sort of, if I remember right, they're like sort of in these little domes and maybe bars. I'm like, why can't I just? I, I could, I could totally fit in there. Let me just. I can squeeze. <laughs> yeah. Grab my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Anything uh, frustrating? Anyone so far? No, I found most things pretty easy because <laughs> yeah. I've just been running around so much. Um, in terms of looks, I think it looks pretty nice, except I find like the cave or the marsh, like the flooring in that area looks kind of gross. It's all like... Well, it is a, you know, like a dank cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like all... Well, yeah, crack- that, that is added. And... It was, I think it was just black back in the day. Yeah. So, it, so I think, yeah. I think those areas look gross, but like otherwise the game looks really pretty. Uh, yeah, I... I but, it sounds yeah. so good. Um, even just the the title screen, right when you pop the game on, it's just like, oh, I could listen to this all day. Um, but yeah, visually looks good. <laughs> uh, like you said, as far as I mean, ch- challenges. Um, you know, it, it, like I said, it, it was more so my mindset <laughs> was what sort of tripped me up mm-hmm. because, like you were saying, they sort of made everything so you don't necessarily have to grind. And and I am a, a person that pretty much every battle I'm in, I'm gonna gonna fight. So. If the game's sort of, you know, tuned right, usually I don't have to grind too much. Um, you know, obviously the the game, there are games that require that. But here, yeah, I haven't, you know, felt too much trouble 
from individual enemies or, or bosses or anything as much as, like I said, yeah, at the beginning sort of getting in that mindset like, all right, I need to load up on antidotes. I need to load up on, you know, have potions because, yeah, I can only use a certain amount of magic and, and all that stuff. So in the beginning, I definitely did get tripped up uh, on that kind of stuff. But sort of once the game, you know, kicked me in the butt once or twice, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm actually <laughs> prepared more properly now. I like the... Yeah. um freedom you have where i know that you know obviously like the boat will fly at some point but instead of trying to organize that i was like maybe maybe there is one spot on the northern continent where i can dock so i literally went all around (laughs) (laughs) she's a globe trotter just in case (laughs) just in case (laughs) Uh, because it's like live streaming i'm just chatting too so it's a pretty easy one i like like you know because of the water, I was worried because I thought maybe like if you went further in the ocean, the enemies would be tougher. But they're just exactly the same. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, the thing like if you've beaten the um, the Earth Fiend, you can mm. actually get the airship now. Yeah, I I think I I knew there was like oh I should probably go. I think I sort of knew where to go just because I like read something accidentally. But I was like I just I just want to I just want to see I just want to see if there's somewhere I can land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I love games that let you do stuff out of order, like I've talked about before. Like, you know, I think it's not out of order. You can't really do things out of order in this game, but you know, I love stuff that like, gives you like freedom to just sort of explore a little bit. Like in um, Pokemon Gold, you can actually do three of the gyms completely out of order. Or like when I was playing Dragon Quest Eight, I landed on the wrong side of the continent and didn't realize <laughs> I'd gotten to the side I was supposed to land Oops. on. Yeah. Well, the the part you're at now. Uh, can be done a little, a little bit in different orders. Like in the original game, uh, after you beat the Earth Fiend, you go to get the canoe from the Circle of Sages, and then you're. It's expected that you go to the um, the volcano to to fight the Fire Fiend, but in this playthrough, I went and got the canoe from from the Sages, and then because I knew where the ice cave was with the with the Levistone, I guess not the floater. Uh, I just went directly there because I'm like, I want to. I can't remember if I can get the airship now or not, so I'm gonna give it a try. Um, the ice key, the ice tavern was a bit harder than what I remember it, just because I think I by skipping the the volcano, I'm a, I was under leveled, but I managed to get in, get out with the floater, um, get the airship right away, and then I was like, well, if I got the airship, I might as well go go get the the job promotion. So I went to the um, citadel of trials and, and got the rat's tail and then so by the time i actually came back to the earth fiend like i was already like way over leveled <laughs> because i had i uh, got the promotion the job promotion so yeah, like, um, bow down yeah that, that'd be in a yeah. in a modern game they wouldn't even engage battle with you yeah like well <laughs> well they actually it's funny you say that because they're the enemies in this game run away way run, more yeah. often than than I, like in the original the only ones that ran away in the original is like when when you're pretty much at the end of the game and you're going back to the chaos shrine, the the little goblins will run away when you're like <laughs> fully powered up. But in this game, like ogres were running away, and I'm like, hey guys, like it's kind of early for. Uh, <laughs> for that. I like, thought it was super funny. Um, like some would just instantly run away. They were like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I was like, yeah. oh, I definitely wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to it's nice to little confidence booster. Like, oh, I guess yeah. I am. Uh, I, I am pretty powerful. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't so I I'm not sure if uh if this experience will 
uh, convince you guys to, to play Final Fantasy 2, but I thought I'd just give you a quick preview on that, because I ended up uh, playing through that one. I was on such a high from playing this this game, I was like, oh, I want to keep going. So I, I ended up playing through Final Fantasy 2. Um, that one took me 12 hours, I guess. Um, and it, it's a bit of a different experience, because the... Uh, it, like you said, Casey, in this one, the characters are actually named. Like, you can change their names, but, but they are They're named set, characters. Yeah. Like, they, they are... They, they do have default names set up. Um, and, like, personalities and stuff. And uh, I guess the, the biggest difference that I noticed, uh, well, apart from the combat system, is completely different in the second one, because it's a quasi <laughs> game. But Aside from the, everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, aside from everything. The... <laughs> Like in in the origin in this one, I was kind of surprised that there weren't more markers on where to go. Like, um, you know, it, it's still a little a little opaque on like where to go next, sort of thing. Like, you it was it's still pretty good, but I there was there's a few places I think people could get tripped up pretty quickly. Uh, but in Final Fantasy two, like it's incredibly clear. Like they're always like you know, you should go to this place next. No, no, you should go to this place next. Like there was never a point where I needed to be like oh. Where do I go? Because they were always very, like, there was always someone to tell you where to go, I, which I thought was kind of neat. I, I don't know if that's the case in the original, because I don't remember anything from the, the NES game. But, but yeah, and then, uh, but the, the, the biggest difference is, like, the, the combat system's completely different. Like, the, like, leveling up is basically, like, using weapons. Like, there's, the, there's staff, swords, knives like there's all these different weapons and and so like when you use a sword and and you actually fight someone with a sword uh like your sword meter goes up like the level so yeah like weapon for the you're sword. leveling up like oh, weapon okay. skill instead of actual levels yeah yeah same with magic like your magic starts off at like five mp and it'll and it goes up as you use magic so you have to use magic to to gain magic it's it's almost like like building your muscle. It's really, it's I, I can see the philosophy of why they kind of went that way. Um, your HP goes up um, as you're hit. So mm, yeah. like it, so it's funny. So like if you get hit and you lose health, then at when the match is over, then your HP actually goes up. So it, in some okay. cases, I know one of the jokes is like some people will attack themselves yeah. so that their <laughs> HP builds up. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, which I mean, <laughs> is, yeah. So it's um, if anyone's played a. Uh, if you played Alliance Alive, yeah, uh, yeah. it feels That's very dope. much like that battle system. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Uh. But yeah, it's a, another another great thing. Oh, but and then the other thing was is like the the random battle. the The one thing that got on my nerves a bit by the end of Final Fantasy Two is that random battles are way more frequent. Like you're taking about four steps and you're in a battle. Four Even steps and you're one? in a battle. <laughs> Yeah, more than one. Yeah. Oh no! It, yeah, it's noticeable. <laughs> it's noticeable that it's more than one. Um, but again, like I guess the benefit is is that there's no uh, there's no uh, grinding really necessary. Like if if you're fighting, then you're you're pretty well good. Um, oh, and the other thing too is that you can you can your uh, people can actually fight twice because you have a left hand and a right hand. So if you put a sword in the right hand and a sword in the left hand, the characters actually attack twice. Nice. You always gotta love the double, yeah. the double so tap. <laughs> yep. So I had like so uh, Furion. Uh, I had him like as a knight. So he had swords in both hands, and he just I just let him loose every battle. And that, would that presumably level up your weapon skill double as fast too? Right? If they were both swords or yeah, 
Yeah, the swords were going up pretty quick. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, for Gi, I had him with a spear and a shield. And, um, oh, man, I've already forgotten. Oh, Maria. Uh, I. <laughs> the other thing, too, is they have uh, rows. So, like, there's a front row and a back row. So, obviously, like, if you're in the front row, you're doing more damage but taking more damage. Or you can put them in the back row, and if they use a bow and arrow, they give full damage, but they only take half damage. Um, same with magic, like magic full. Um, so I had Maria in the back row, and and she had I gave her the the bow and arrow, and and when she was basically my mage for pretty much everything. And again, it's like um, you get up to twenty, um, you get up to twenty spells, and it starts off everything starts off at one so everything takes one mp to do and then as you use the spell it gets higher leveled and then the 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 mp usage matches the spell power so if you've used like the cure spell and you're up to level eight then -hmm. it takes eight mp whereas someone else might have like a one Hmm. mp it's really it's kind of weird so it's it's a little bit more powerful but (laughs) the scaling but at the same time yeah, the scaling's weird. Like one of the the things was is um I gave the life spell to everybody because if someone died, I wanted to be able to bring th- like anyone to bring anyone back to life. So I was usually using Maria to use the life spell. So by the time she had she was at like six level six or whatever, so it would take six MP to to bring someone to life. Whereas I could just use someone else at one, and it took one MP to bring them to life, so it was, use them. Yeah, I don't know. weird stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, but the same thing, like, it looks beautiful. Like, the sprites look incredible. All the enemies look great. Music is great. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I, I'm two, two titles deep, and I'm really... Uh, I think they did a really good job with this uh, remaster. Yep. Now all they need to do is package it up into one nice cartridge and release it on the Switch. <laughs> and charge 120 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the part one of the collection for 60, and then part two of the collection will be another 60. But part, but only part um, two is on the cart and part one <laughs> yeah. is the download code. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, it's all too well, real. Well, if they do that, they have to wait to, they have to wait till the end of 2022 so that I can win the bet with Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anything after 2022 is fine. <laughs> so, so two is the one, like you said, like the picture of the beaver or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, three. not knowing what you're talking about, that was a funny statement too. <laughs> uh, it must have uh, been too. Cause <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I was saying you need you need to play um, Shadowbringers because there are beavers in. <laughs> that oh yeah, yeah, I remember and they look exactly the same as that. Like, come on, David, <laughs> get back yeah. into the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be. I'm sure I'll be back soon. Yeah. Now that I've uh, powered through uh, 13, 13 Sentinels, I gotta that gotta and back. Final Fantasy one and Final Fantasy. You're a madman. You're just you're <laughs> yeah. just churning know, through I've, these games. I've been playing a lot of games lately. I'm envious. So, I've just feeling... been a slowpoke lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so behind on everything. Well, it's been pretty hot here lately, so I go down to the basement where it's cool and I don't want to leave. Mm. And that's where I play all my games. So. <laughs> it's the last box. <laughs> yeah, little ice box. But I guess it's time to uh, finish up with Last Call. And uh, this week I was curious, 
after I, I dropped, uh, like like I said, it cost a few bucks to get the, the full collection. I ended up buying like the, the package to get the 20% off. So I ended up dropping about, I think in Canadian, it was about 120 <laughs> after after taxes and Damn. all that. And uh, they they haven't even released four, five, or six yet, so I'm still still waiting for that. But yeah, after having played a bit, uh, definitely not. I'm you know no no buyer's remorse on my end at all. But one of the things that um, you know playing the first two Final Fantasies and then playing uh, Thirteen Sentinels right after it really got me thinking of the whole like there were kind of in the age where all these remasters and collections are coming out and. And, you know, they're the games that we've enjoyed before and, and definitely would love to have on new consoles and stuff like that. And that's, you know, why I, I bought the Final Fantasy collection. But then at the same time, I always feel a little um, sad that, you know, maybe there's like a new IP or some indie game or something that, you know, could use my money. But I'm out there uh, you're, you're <laughs> lying. Dropping, dropping dollars on old 30-year-old 30, 30 Final Fantasy games. And actually, even... Um, Casey and I were talking about Diablo 2 is coming out soon, like Diablo 2 Remastered. And it, it made me think again, it's like, you know, I wouldn't mind getting Diablo 2, but again, it's like, you know, it's this money that, that that's going to like these, these you know, legacy publishers and the, on these experiences we've done before. And I'm just curious, uh, you know, your guys' thoughts on, um, you know, obviously it's a balance of old, old nostalgia and experiences with, with new stuff, but... Uh, I guess I'm I'm curious if you feel the same remorse of you know there's only so much money to go around and do do you feel any kind of feelings of you know when you give more money to Square when you know there's these poor indies are out there that could use a few bucks. <laughs> I bought a V to assume I played them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, and that not not new experience or there are new experiences for you, yeah. so it's, it's all fair game. Yeah. Yeah, but, I guess for me, I mean, it, yeah. I, I totally see where you're come, uh, coming from, especially, you know, when it's one of those things with the backlog, right? You look at it and you're like, oh, all right, I've got all these great games. Like, I got, I bought this one. I, I didn't get to play it at all. Or maybe I put an hour in and I, I really want to get into it. And then you end up playing Zelda for the, the you know, 50th time. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yep. I don't know. It's, it's weird because um, it is tough to juggle, right? Especially, you know, we, we're people who like rpgs which are generally really long games so it's not even like i could go hey I, you know i i, I want to go play this nostalgic game you know i'm gonna go play you know donkey kong country one where you could beat the whole game in a couple hours you know if you have an afternoon you could beat it in one sitting you know pr- pretty easily and you get that you know you get the nostalgic feels and and you know you, you move on to the next one maybe you, you jump into a new game um, but yeah, with some of these longer ones and especially with a game like Diablo two, for instance, right? Like that's a game you could play like sort of endlessly if you really get into it. And, and yeah, it's like mm-hmm. all that time I could be, you know, I could have played, uh, uh, some of the final fantasies I haven't played yet or, or dragon quest, or like you said, yeah, some of the smaller titles, but I, I feel like as I've gotten sort of older, um, I'm just playing what I feel like at that point in time, right? Like, and I, I definitely go through sort of waves of like, all right, I'm going to like, like I think when I get when I play like Warcraft, like or WoW, whatever, it, it's more 
you know, sure, it's a fun game and I'm, I'm enjoying it, but a lot of it is totally like, oh, this is a, a game I've played a lot and it's nostalgic. And I guess with MMOs, it's sort of a little bit of both because you get nostalgic, but like they also upkeep them, right, and add new stuff and, and new experiences. Um, and even with, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen, for me, it feels nostalgic because it's an MMO. You know, and like it, it feels yeah. familiar, but a lot of it is so different than Warcraft. So, like for me, like that sort of you know straddles the line of being like uh, you know a little bit of old and new, which is a cool feeling. But yeah, I feel like I definitely go through waves where I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna play this these games like I played them before, and and I don't care, you know. And then other times I sort of get into like a no, you know what, I should really you know I'm gonna try and experience a bunch of new games or, or new stories and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I sort of teeter totter. Uh, but yeah, I, I try not to feel yeah. bad at all, you know, like <laughs> with games, like, yeah. like I try <laughs> not to feel bad about playing one, one game or, or the other. Yeah. Definitely a lot of risk and reward. I guess for me too, it's part of it is like, um, you know, there's, like you said, you play RPGs, so you've got time limits on, you, there's only so many games you can play. So you have to you know, choose wisely, I guess, and then uh, like money, like it was a hundred twenty bucks. It ain't cheap, <laughs> so it's you, you know there's a limit on how much you can spend, and so I guess for me, in a lot of sense, like you know, for Final Fantasy, for this particular group of six games, like I know they're all great. I know I'm going to enjoy them all. Whereas you, with a new experience, you maybe you you're not. You don't know if you're going to enjoy it. You could play it for a few hours and then be like, man, this yeah, sucks. It's a <laughs> so it, there's, it's a, yeah, it's a gamble. So it's, it's always this, uh, I guess, you know, when, when you've got only so much time and money to spend, sometimes I just find myself leaning towards the guaranteed fun time, and, you know, even though maybe it's not necessarily a new experience or maybe it's not. Maybe it's given money to a publisher that maybe doesn't necessarily need it or, or deserve it or, at the moment. You know, deserve <laughs> it. Sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I would say also though, right? Like with these games, and and you know, we obviously just talked a bunch about the first one here, is that there are noticeable differences, right? So again, it's sort of maybe not quite to the degree of say you know replaying or playing an mmo where like you know a lot of it is nostalgic based with like truly new experiences this you know obviously sort of just altering it but i think there are enough changes that you know now you could look back at and like oh that i this is not necessarily a duplicated experience but it's something that feels familiar but is different enough to stand on its own you know mm mm-hmm. A modded yeah. experience. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that text right. I guess Paige isn't old enough to have to have to deal <laughs> with these like, feelings. She's like, I'm just yet. living my my best life playing my games, or or yeah. slacking on them. <laughs> yeah. Every game's a new experience. She's she's not at the age where the games that. Well, I guess there's there's some of the old Nintendo sixty four stuff. She's I seen guess, a couple uh, releases of Skyrim yeah. in her day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think you have to be a newborn to, yeah. to not to experience the Skyrim release. You have to be in the. I was gonna say still. it's not a la- yeah. large audience that hasn't experienced it, but Story of Seasons. Oh. That's was that. There's there's a remastered one for mm. you that didn't you played that the original back in the day and got to play yeah. it again. Yeah, there's there's remasters of you know well there's like 
the Super Mario 3D collection. There's there's plenty of things where they're redoing, and then remasters, you know, they've become more and more popular. But say for example, sometimes like even say Conquest Bad Fur Day, there was maybe only a few years between that and like the Xbox version, which looks horrible, but <laughs> <laughs> like graphically, <laughs> they made it more fuzzy. It's weird. <laughs> I'll never forget when my so what, brother's what was... friend brought over Conquest Bad Fur Day. Oh my god. I had to be like 10 years old and just was like, was my mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, oh, like we were like, this is the funniest game of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what was, uh, what was the feeling like when you played, played the rem- uh, remastered version of Conquest Birdie? Oh, well, I haven't actually played that version myself. <laughs> I've just seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, one day if they, if they bring it to Switch, then we'll have to make sure you pick uh. it up and we'll have to get a. De- detailed impressions on uh, I, the, the, the I, I, need, I need to play the original I, I that was one of my birthday presents a couple of years ago was like it in box which I don't know about American oh. copies but for power region copies it's pretty expensive I actually it's so funny it actually cost more than the N64 that he bought me to go with it because I didn't have an N64 <laughs> yeah I think I oh, it was so funny it was like I, I was following like a retro game seller on Instagram or something and they were doing uh, a raffle for, yeah, Conker's Bad Fur Day, complete in box. And it was $20 a raffle ticket. And I and there was, like, eight people. So, like, he, you know, whoever was selling it made money. And, money. and I got lucky and I won it. And then, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, 20 bucks. Yeah, I was like, this game's worth so much money. And then and then I ended up selling okay. it at some point. But, uh, but yes, <clears throat> it is a great game. I was going to say, um... Is Rare Replay on Game Pass? Or it not? should be, right? I can't yeah. imagine it wouldn't be. I don't be. know. But if you've got Xbox to get Rare Replay, you can play the good version of Cogus Bad Fur Day. I sadly don't have an Xbox. And like everyone keeps talking this Game Pass up. Uh, one of these days, maybe. There's Game Pass on PC, but I don't. there's no Rare Replay on PC still, so it's... Not worth it. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, because they since the Microsoft owns it, I don't think it's. I think Rare Replay will just always be on it. I yeah, assume. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a a good spot to wrap it up for this week. Uh, I know Paige uh, has been. You've been working digi- diligently on some review uh, games. Uh, I can see by tw- Twitter is uh, anything that we should be looking out for coming up. Um, at this rate, I might actually do my Samurai Warriors video before my <laughs> Neptunia <laughs> one, which I talked about like a month ago. <laughs> um. Because, yeah, I think I'll probably finish the Nobunaga Pass sometime today, maybe. Or at least most of it. I don't know. Depends how much I can <laughs> put my fiancé to work with me and go up. Um, and then, yeah, I've still got that. I've also got... Um, not sure when it'll come... Well, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a preview video or a review. But I got Kataria Fables as well. So. Cool. And uh, how about you, uh, Casey? What's, uh, what shenanigans are you up uh, up to over at Talk Nintendo these days? Um, you know, just having a good old time. Uh, Alex uh, on the show, obviously. Um, with us, as in all of us, the Dirty Mage, we have that coming up uh, just a couple weeks. For, well, maybe more like a month. Uh, Metroid Samus Returns. I hope everyone's ready for that one. And um, and I'm a quarter of the way to my Sabatender mount, guys. I got five hundred k, and I need two million. <laughs> yeah. Soon you'll be seeing me flying around Thanalan in the big old Sabatender <laughs> and balloons. And they'll be like, wow, that guy has no life. And I'll be like, 
You're damn right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Living his as best life. As that person's riding around on yeah. their little chocobo on the ground. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get back into it soon. I have to jump back into Mog Station and see if my visa works this time. They they didn't like my Canadian visa before, so we'll give it another <laughs> try. But um, yeah, I guess uh, yeah. I I suppose uh, a lot of the uh, reason I'm able to to burn through games these days is I I haven't been doing much on in the review front. Just been playing for fun. And uh, yeah, went through the first two Final Fantasies, and um, I, I was shocked when I saw my playtime and on uh, Thirteen Sentinels, I managed to get through that twenty-seven hour game in about five days. So it even surprised me. Uh, I'm getting jumping back into um, Trails in the Sky, the third. Uh, just gonna, I was probably I don't know how long the game is, so I don't really don't know <laughs> where I'm in the sixth. I'm in the sixth plane, but uh, which is like the. I think one of the last, either the last level or the second last level, but with any uh, Legend of Heroes games, uh, you never really know how far you're in because the last level could be like half the game. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And uh, I guess after that, I'm still kind of, I, I want to get back into the re- the, the pixel remasters. I want to get uh, Final Fantasy 3 done, so I'll probably hop back in there. And then um, I was actually uh, seeing all the talk about Tales of Arise today, so... That'll be a oh, game. That'll be demo. A, yeah, the demo dropped. Yeah, I, I'm. But you know what's not more, the more important demo? Which one? Warrior. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's where you guys are going right now. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I won't. Uh, we'll take up the. You guys. You can jump into the warrior uh, right now as we'll we'll wrap it up. But I want to thank uh, Paige and Casey for joining me tonight to talk about uh, one of my favorite games of all time and the the best new version of it. And happy to hear that uh, the the two of you are enjoying it as well. And yeah, we'll guess we'll be back next week for uh, a what you've been playing episode. So uh, we'll see see what uh, what else we've been playing uh, when we come back next week. So I want to thank everyone, and we'll see everyone out at the next Thirsty Mage. Adios. Bye. Bye.